Howdy, everyone. If you enjoy the show, join our free Discord. Link in the description and chat with the cast. Please leave a review and consider joining our Patreon for behind-the-scenes content and more. Tears start at a dollar, and even that helps us out. To stay up-to-date with episode releases and more, follow us on Twitter at Riftway Podcast. Howdy, everyone. This is Josh Watt from Riftway. I'm Caden, and I play Krukituki, the half-orc bard. What we're doing here right now is a little character prelude to give a little introduction to some of our characters here on Arc 4 of Riftwake. We'll be sprinkling these in alongside your regular episodes just to kind of get a little bit more context to the characters, get a little bit more history, and kind of iron out some backstory for y'all. Uh, we hope y'all enjoy them as much as I've enjoyed making them. Uh, thank you, and welcome to Riftwake. I was, I was going to ask if you wanted to kind of run through the the moment where uh, Grookey Dookie uh, find, like, goes out and finds his giant pink ukulele. <laughs> I mean, sure, go ahead, I'll do that. We'll set the scene a little bit here where um, you and your parents have been, or your parents have been basically on campaign uh, for months now. This is before your your littlest siblings were born so you're an only child at the moment and they didn't want to leave you in the hands of like an imperial nanny right or anything like that yeah so they've taken you on campaign with them and at this point you're probably like eight or ten um and they're like oh yeah he's like he's young but he's old enough to see someone die i was younger when i saw someone die (laughs) And so you're never like on the front lines, but you're kind of expected to be part of that, like helping crew at the end of a battle that basically are like responsible for uh, cleaning up some people's armor, uh, like moving corpses off of the battlefield, like. Like a lot of kind of quote unquote grunt work, because your parents were probably like, you know, I had to do this when I was younger, so I think it'd be good for you to just pick up dead bodies and throw them in the back of a wagon. Half-work society is way different. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean, the way... So, looking back, Rookie-Dookie's like 8 to 10 here, right? So he's still very young. So Mm -hmm. when it comes to all this, you know, death around him, I don't think he'd be questioning... Is this right? Is this why are we doing this? Because mm-hmm. he's grown up in a society where he's been indoctrinated to believe that oh uh, these people are evil or this is our like duty. We need to do it and it's good. So I mm-hmm. don't think he'd be opposed to that. You know, he'd be going along with it, he'd be cheering right. on the orc warriors killing all these. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's innocent people they're killing, right? Just like bands of. It's not necessarily innocence. The empire's at war, right? Right. So yeah. it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, these are enemy combatants. They're supposed to die. That's what war yeah, is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so I'm I'm imagining you're kind of being escorted by a, a kind of older, more like weak uh, orc or half-orc that's no longer able to be a part of the battles, um, but isn't quite ready to retire. So this like... I'm thinking kind of like a uh, really, really old, weathered, leathery skin, like only has one eye and he's missing like three fingers. 
<laughs> and like he's just pulling this cart right next to you like y'all have only just started on the day and it's like piling high with bodies <clears throat> and uh he kind of looks over at you with his one good eye so kid I kind of like struggles to get the uh the cart moving out of the muck Finally got gets it out. How's all of this treating you? First taste of war. I'm yet good. Um, very happy to see Empire expanding. That's not how a kid would talk. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is like that's probably something you've heard your parents yeah, yeah, say. Yeah, like yeah. we're doing good work. The empire is expanding. So it's just like <laughs> just parroting <laughs> off what your parents say. Like mm-hmm, we're doing great. <laughs> Um, I mean, lots of um, bodies on the pile, so that's good. I'm, I'm glad to see the progress you're making. Um, yeah, it's all right. I mean, the general, the general vibe he's given off, right, is he's, you know, he's happy with this, but he's not, like, enamored in it, you know? He's, like, kind of neutral to it. It's like, yeah, this is life. Mm-hmm. That's all right. But he's, you know, he's got the curiosity of a kid that wants to, you know, find more out there than just this. It's the war that he's grown up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as you're kind of talking, it looks like your, your caretaker has taken a notice of something behind you, and he kind of, like, scoots past you. Um, and he begins prying this, like, gold ring off of one of the corpse's fingers and puts it into his little satchel that he has off to his side. Um, like, prying off small gemstones that are um, basically inset into the armor or the helmet. Taking a look at them and putting them in his little satchel. I'll tell you, in all of my years fighting, it's never been as profitable as loot. He kind of laughs a little bit before picking up this armored uh, individual and kind of tossing him back into the back of the cart. Uh, Why do... Why do you take the gems and stuff off? Well, they're good for gold. It helps keep everyone supplied. Spoils of war, my boy. Spoils of war. Why do people want to buy the gems? Hmm. They shiny, I suppose. You know? He kind of, like, holds it up. This one's like, <laughs> he holds up, like, an emerald that's got like a giant blood stain across the top of it <laughs> and goes just shine that bad boy up a little bit wambo kablambo you got yourself a couple of shiny gold pieces instead of a worthless rock Gookie's gonna like outstretch his hand and like oh, can I hold this please yeah he kind of just drops it he's gonna look at it and be like yes uh shiny it looks very nice I mean, do you ever keep keep the gems instead of just selling them? Because they do look quite pretty, you know. Oh, every once in a while I'll find one that I think my wife might like. Are you fair? He goes, <laughs> he's like, yeah, every once in a while what we'll do is we'll tie her hair around a shiny little gemstone. It makes her sparkle. She likes it. <laughs> I should have done a cockney voice for Grookey. <laughs> That's fucking fantastic. <laughs> That's brilliant. So Grookey's gonna give the gem back to 
that guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess they're going to continue on. Yeah. And Grookey's going to join in um, thinking <laughs> the armor the and the, yeah, the weapons off the bodies and putting them to the cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like a different spot where you put like still usable swords versus broken or chipped ones. Like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. you see, this one's only good for the scrap metal. <laughs> he kind of just like tosses it into like a, a junk pile in the cart and goes, but this one right here, this poor sod never even got to use it. It's so new. Must have been a right newbie. And he kind of like puts it off up at the front. Um, will I be a just... newbie when I start to fight? Oh, absolutely. Everyone's a newbie when they start. You know? I don't want to end up like him. No, you probably won't. I don't think your parents will let you. You know? <clears throat> he kind of like coughs a couple times. <laughs> you know, kid, what you should do. I, I've got kind of the corpse managing handled here. If you want to run around and see if there's anything that catches your eye, I'm not going to tell nobody. A big uh, grin is going to light up on Grookey's face because I imagine his parents, uh, you know, they're quite strict. They wanted to be as strong as possible in the future. They don't let him a go out on his own proper orky boy. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna, you know, take his word for it, and he's gonna run off into the, the carnage mm-hmm. and uh, look around. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just like a, a town, right, that is being invaded. Yes, this is like how I was kind of imagining it. Is like, this is the aftermath of maybe like a sally so people who were defending a fort came out and tried to um basically attack your forces while they were setting up the siege um it turned into like a bloodbath the people the salliers were forced to pull back um and this is basically just y'all picking up after what they left behind so they would be like residential areas and like pubs and stuff around you yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you know, you're probably like setting up in like a farmstead or like a series of small homes. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. The people have long since abandoned them because like oh, they yeah. knew y'all were coming. But, <laughs> but there'd be bodies of um, soldiers. Soldiers. Yeah. yeah, right, right. So uh, Grookey's gonna start to wander this uh, now ghost town and he's gonna. Mm-hmm. Every now and again, he's going to pick up the, the odd gemstone or maybe look at a cool sword that he'll try to pick up, but it's too heavy for him, so he'll put it back down and look mm-hmm. for something else that he can carry. Yeah, and eventually, he's going to come upon this uh, tavern, right? And the uh, mm-hmm. door is being blown off, and there are corpses strewn about. Um, it looks like there's been you know, one battalion of soldiers that were trying to defend the place kind of put up a last stand here, and they're all dead. Mm-hmm. And Grookey's going to walk in, and he's going to have a look about. He's going to maybe take a bit of gold off of some of the soldiers that are left behind, and he's going to look behind the counter of the bar, and there's going to be one soldier who is dressed a bit differently, because the majority of the soldiers here were, you know, barbarians, fighters, and all mm-hmm. that. But this guy's wearing different clothes, and he doesn't have a great big sword or a a warhammer or anything, he's actually got 
something that Grookey doesn't recognize underneath him. So Grookey's going to you know, struggle to pull him aside and he's going to pick up this pink object that's nearly as big as him and mm-hmm. he's going to look at it and he's just going to stare at it for about a minute straight just thinking, what the hell is this thing? Mm-hmm. And he's going to hoist it up over his back and he's going to run back as fast as he can to the cart guy and ask him what, he is, what it is, because he has no idea. So what I'm imagining is, is that because this ukulele is so big, um, the person who was, like, holding it was a, was a Goliath. Do you know, Goliath is, like, a race of, like, almost giants and half in uh, D&D. They're, like, yeah. eight or nine feet tall. Oh, shit. <laughs> So so I'm imagining like this huge eight or nine foot tall guy like dressed up like a court jester and he's surrounded by like the fallen dead, both like your own soldiers and also his own soldiers where they like fought their last stand. And this guy's like riddled with arrows and this uh, strange instrument, this stringed instrument is is normal sized for what he would be using it for. Where you like pull it out of his hands, his like dead hands, and it's like it's the same size as you. Like you can <laughs> pick it up with both hands and use it to crush some some folks. Um, yeah. So you're like, oh my god, why is a giant here? They have no room. So uh, I'm basically right. I'm gonna have to lug this mm-hmm. massive ukulele. <laughs> across the town, back to the cart guy. Because, mm-hmm. you know, my parents are out fighting, right? And uh, mm-hmm. I assume my siblings are either fighting or somewhere else. So he's basically the only authority figure around right now. Yeah, do you have older siblings as well? I would, I think so, I think so. I, I, yeah. All right. We'll so right now that. you're the you're the youngest <laughs> of the bunch. And yeah. I imagine all your older siblings at this point are like full grown. Yeah. To where like they're expected to be soldiers here. And they've all kind of followed the path that their parents had laid out for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're able to find uh, your, your caretaker, as it were. Uh, he hasn't moved very far. He's piled on a couple of extra corpses. Um, his bag is not much more <laughs> noticeably bigger. Um, and he kind of waves at you with his like, two-fingered hand. And Grookey, well, he's not going to run up. He's going to kind of drag this ukulele across the floor because that's the method he's found best to <laughs> carry it. And he's going to excitedly say, yeah, oh, what? Grookey found big pink. I don't, I don't even know what this is. What is this? Oh, it's some sort of guitar? Perhaps it seems he kind of like plucks the strings and in spite of it being like so wide, it's like much higher pitched than a normal guitar would be. Oh, some sort of high pitched guitar. What is a guitar? It's a stringy instrument that the humans like to play uh, to attract the females. Ah, well, do we have one of them? We know we have uh, a trumpet. 
I like uh, no, trumpet. we don't use guitars to attract the females. Most of the time, he like slaps his arm. Where it's like, even though he's old, he's still very toned. <laughs> he's like, no, we got these to attract the females. Is that the the only purpose, or no? It's why... also good for killing. Oh right, that's why. That's why he had. Yeah, it, it's a it's a dual purpose part of our biology. It's he kind of like he he uh, poses. <laughs> intimidatingly and he's just and like all of his he he's not as strong as probably you've seen like your father or mother be but in spite of his advanced age he still has like pretty incredible definition in his muscles and he goes that's what we use to attract ladies and also intimidate our enemies this guy's fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Kuki's gonna ask, uh, can you show me, uh, how to use it to intimidate our enemies and, uh, all that, uh, you know, fight people? He kind of, like, he picks up the giant, uh, ukulele in both hands, and where you were, like, actually, like, struggling even to lift it up off the ground, he's, like, holding it out experimentally. Um, he looks at the bottom of it and kind of, like, moves his hand across it, kind of sniffs the wood a little bit, peeks along the inside, um, holds it out like he would a sword and does like a practice swing. And he goes, well, I right don't know how to use it for singing, but you could absolutely kibosh someone with this, yeah. I could teach you how to do that. All right, get going. All right. So it's all in the technique of the form. This is basically, right, if you want to think about it, the handle basically functions the same as if it were like a great club where you want to hit it right in the sweet spot and it kind of like holds the the ukulele up to you, like right where it's at its reinforced point. Um, there's like even a blood stain on it, probably from where the <laughs> the Goliath had been using it as well. And he's like, right there, that's the money hit. And right, so right. you want all of your swings, even though you'll do damage from any point, you want your swings to be focused right there. Now what are the, so, uh, the strings mm-hmm. for? Oh, it's you... to make that music sound, you know? Is that... <laughs> Could use that for anything apart from impressing the female? Um, you know, make music. Some people like listening to stuff like that. Maybe not just females. And can you play anything? Kind of like, <laughs> he kind of holds it up and just puts his hand across the strings and just goes, ding. <laughs> I don't know any of the, uh, he just like holds his hand on a couple of random parts of string and goes, <laughs> mm. You'll have to experiment with that part. <laughs> I mean, that sounds quite shit. I'm not going to lie, but uh... well, I'm not putting my fingers where they should be to make the right noise. It's a, uh, you know, how the trumpet's got the little swingy thingy up at the front to make sure that they hit all the right notes. It's like that, but you put your fingers uh... where they're supposed to be on the strings to make a uh, sounds good. I think they're called like. Chords. Ah, well, trumpet has swingy thingy. Don't you mean trombone? 
No, they both have little swingy things. With the little trumpet, what you do is you put your pinky and kind of hold up his pinky. There's a small little hole right towards the front, and you adjust it ever so slightly to make sure you hit all those right notes where they're supposed to be. Trombone is much more rude. <laughs> like, actually, pantomimes, <laughs> like a full arm extension trombone movement. You know, it, it's a little more precise with the trumpet, but with a trombone, you got to kind of, like, make sure you know where everything is and where your arm has to be. I don't know I mean, much about music, but you pick up some things. Grookey is gonna uh, pause for a, a solid five seconds. I know he's gonna ask. This man is so wise. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I don't understand is why would uh, a fighter, because he was dressed up in like not proper armor, like stupid, colorful clothes. Why? Why would he bring a weapon like this here when he could just use a normal hammer? Like what? Oh, if he's dressed like an idiot, he must be a bard. A what? A bard. They're the um, they're magic musicians and storytellers and in the like. Um, let's see here. Do we have any bards in camp? No. Orthalax the Burning Age is a wizard. All right. What's his name? He's a. You ever see the guy who's dressed like an actual clown? Grimble? Ah, oh, Grimble, the, the dancing clown. Yeah. That's like, yeah. He, he's also a bard. Uh, he does it a little different. He doesn't use the ukulele. He uses silence and interpretive dance to channel his music. Um, or to channel his, his magic. I'm sorry. That's, what about that big red nose? What's that for? I think it's just for fun. I don't... Maybe it's a material component. He's kind of a weirdo. Not a spellcaster. At the end of the day, you know, bards, they find their own way to channel, you know, the world around them. Uh, I've heard some of them are storytellers. Uh, Some of them are kind of old shaman-y people who hand down the oral traditions, as it were. Some of them sing. Some of them play guitar <laughs> he kind of like holds up the, the guitar again do bards play like all sorts of instruments oh i'm sure they do uh you know anything that they can put air into or smack around a bit and uh at fighting people is, are they good like, do they kill lots of people with their song magic Sometimes, usually what bards are really good at is inspiring the folks around them to greater fates of heroism. I've heard someone say that in the court one time. Hmm. I don't know what they mean by fates of heroism, but uh, I think they're talking about bravery, but with extra steps. (laughs) Rookies are... He's going to be taking all this in, you know, he's quite enamored with this because he's never, the only way of fighting that he has ever been familiar with is, you know, hand-to-hand combat, fight a barbarian, all that shit. Mm -hmm. And fighting in his brain right now is basically the 
quality, the worth of someone as a person, how good is someone at fighting? That's how good they are as a person because that's mm-hmm. the culture he's brought up in. So this different way of uh, fighting, something he's never heard of before, is uh, something that has stuck in his brain like nothing ever has before. Mm. And as he goes home that night and you know, goes into the future, that's something that's going to pick on his brain. But before he... Uh, before they continue, he's going to ask uh, the card guy, uh, so uh, I can keep this ukulele, right? You said I could keep whatever I... This guitar, right? You, uh, you said I could keep whatever... Uh... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. no problem at all. I mean, it's not like it's something that we're going to sell or anything. So you might as well keep hold of it. You look like you're quite enamored. It's, uh... This is quite interesting, you know. Never really considered... I never really thought this was a thing. It's weird. Look at it. It's a bright pink fucking guitar. No, oh, I'm looking at it. <laughs> he kind of like nods a couple of times. He's like, you know what? When I grow up, I will be able to hold this properly, right? Because it's fucking massive. Well, that's why you do training every day. I mean, look at this. He kind of like holds it out at full extension with one arm and just kind of like lifts it up. And his hand is shaking a little bit. But he like swings it down into the ground and it like impales into the muck like a full like eight inches. <laughs> and he goes, with practice, you'll be doing that. No problem. Swablum. Wicked. He kind of like pulls it up out of the dirt. Uh, what you want to do, though, is you want to clean it a little bit. It's got blood and muck and stuff on it. Why don't you head home a little early? And I'll finish up. Kind of nods a couple times. You sure? I mean, it's a lot of bodies. You might need some help. Oh, there's other people on body detail. It ain't no thing. I'm work. I'm used to working long hours. Fantastic, man. Thank you. If you can, try to get it all the way to your tent without dragging it on the ground. It'll be a test of strength. That's a long way back to the tent. Oh, yes, it is. But you'll want to get to the point where you can carry that bad boy anywhere, right? Right, you got a point. <laughs> he, like, he lifts up the ukulele and he's like, hold out your arms. And he, like, he basically drops it in your hand so that way you can't, like, slowly get a hold of it. And then he slaps you on the butt and goes, Go, 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 go! <laughs> oh, man. And as you're, like, running back to the tent, he's like, I expect to hear great things about you, kid! Good shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and with that, Grookey runs back to his uh, family tent. But that is where we will end this session off. Thanks for listening. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Tiers start as low as a dollar, and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the Patreon Discord, where you'll be able to chat with the cast. Find us on social media on Twitter, at Podcast, on Facebook as Riftwake. And now, send us an email, riftwakepodcast at gmail.com.